0: Cliffcentral.com This is the Digital Influence with Ryan Hobo. Stories of digital transformation in business, in relationships, and in life. Welcome to Digital Influence. This show really is all about digital transformation. We're living in the time of digital transformation. Things are changed. The whole world has been transform- transformed quite significantly since the turn of the century through the impact of digital. Yet... Like any new big major change, we suffer a little bit from buzzwords, words that are used so often that they begin to lose meaning and their meaning and significance shifts a little to the point where the original intent is no longer there. And transformation, digital transformation is one of those. Other examples are things like uh, disruption. Uh, You know, what does that actually mean today? Innovation. And so often the great vision of these words becomes something smaller. You know, today innovation to be more iteration. You know, we make a small, minor change to something, and wow, we've innovated, we've done something different. Disruption, we've put all our PDF manuals onto a tablet. Wow, we've gone digital, or we've innovated, or we've disrupted what it is we're doing. So I think it is important to understand what digital transformation actually is. And as I get into that, I want to preface it with... Uh, something I came across a couple of weeks ago. A company in South Africa called Citrix commissioned a study to try and get a sense of the readiness of corporate South Africa for digital transformation. And I suppose their findings are not massively surprising, uh, but it does highlight the fact, uh, I think, of what we already know, that that we are not ready for it. Corporate South Africa is not ready for this transformation. The study was done across 254 Companies um, with over three hundred respondents, so it gives a a fairly good idea of what 's going on there and the thing that 's really highlighted is that there is a disconnect between you know i t 's got a sense of what can be done with technology, but business leadership uh, just sees it as a a, a money hole or they, you know they just want to invest with uh, enough in technology to keep the lights on to keep the business going and and probably most shocking of all is the fact that a third of business leaders do not think that technology is going to impact their role. I mean, that is just – that's out of this world that people can have that view when they see the impact of technology all, all around them. So I caught up with the with the uh, leader of Citrix for South Africa, the South African manager, Kaba, the name of Brendan McCravey. And uh, I had a little chat with him. And I asked him, first
1: of all, what does he think digital transformation is and why does he think it's important? Digital transformation is how you take your current IT systems and move them into the world of cloud, mobility, data analytics, and Internet of Things. So it's how do you take your incumbent systems and make them accessible and secure in a world of cloud and mobility.
0: All right, so there he gives his view of what digital transformation is. And, of course, his company is concerned very much with the technology side of digital transformation, you know, the uh, moving of existing processes and procedures onto the cloud and deploying mobile and all of that sort of thing. And that is certainly one half of the very important concept of digital transformation. I then asked him about, you know, uh, he obviously wasn't very surprised by the results, but it was still a little disappointing. So I asked him a little bit about, you know, the resistance to digital digital transformation, and then also why business leaders feel that technology is not going to have an impact on their role.
1: Well, I mean, you just have to look at the results of Facebook and Google. What's driving their revenue? Mobile. If you look at uh, Microsoft and uh, Amazon, it's cloud. Uh, There's obviously huge economics of being able to get your uh, business into the cloud, and people today want to be able to access their systems from wherever they are, whether it's at home. Uh, coffee shop at some client's offices, and they want to be able to use any device, whether it's their iPad, notebook, to be able to get that. It's not very high on people's agenda to kind of uh, move ahead, which is concerning for South Africa because we need to use technology to drive growth and business. Uh, we move into a very different world from you know client server, Windows applications with you know application servers and database to a world where cloud brings new economics and where people want to use mobile devices. You actually, business needs to understand that. IT needs to help them do that. You need somebody to actually bridge the divide there. And sort of the concept of chief digital officer, it's a new name, new thinking, is let me understand there's some core business processes, but there's a new world of how we actually talk to our customers. And I was listening to a talk the other day when the guy said, I understand you're in a world where customers have audiences now. You know, how are you catering for The fact that the people you sell to have an audience, you know, you need to understand it. And sort of from our perspective, the challenge is people in this country aren't necessarily thinking about how do I bring myself into this new world. You know, we always talk about how we've got challenges with latency. We can't use cloud security is an issue. But organizations worldwide are doing it. Well, the biggest problem is you don't know what you don't know. And maybe that's a bit of a challenge for business leaders. They don't realize what's actually happening. You know, if you, okay, you know, 60, 70, you know, maybe you don't understand that your customers want to engage with you in a different way. I mean, I was listening to talk where the guys were talking about, well, I'm an ad agency, I'm pushing, you know, buy space on, on TV. But how do people actually watch TV today? It's typically recorded, comes to the ad, they fast forward. So 70, 80% of your ad budget's been sent on TV. You know, if you're a business leader today and you've always done TV and it's worked for you, you know, you're missing the Netflix, the streaming, the social platforms, the Facebook, you know, uh, the the writing, the mobile app for your phone. They're missing that, And you need somebody in the smart organizations, and that's also kind of back to this chief digital officer, is saying, actually, we don't understand digital, but we understand it's... Critical, we need to understand it more. Everybody in the organization needs to understand it. But let me bring somebody in that understands digital, the the digital world and cloud mobility, data analytics, but also understands business and actually help us bridge that divide. But you need buy-in from the top. So if leaders don't see this as critical, we're on a a route to not the most uh, healthy future. Alright,
0: so that's a view from a company in South Africa whose business is all about trying to bridge the gap, taking people from non-digital to, to digital. So now I want to go back to what I opened with, the idea of understanding the words that we use. The, you know, what does transformation mean? What does digital transformation mean? Well, I think first of all, let's look at the word transformation. That word means to take something that is in one way and change it so it becomes something else. You know, the most obvious visual example of transformation would be, you know, a, a caterpillar becoming a butterfly. That becomes something radically different and it goes through a process to become that. Now, when I think about digital transformation, there is the technology side and, and, and my conversation with Brendan, you've heard a few clips from that. Their, their focus is on the technology, deploying the technology, very much IT. But but the great surprise with digital transformation, as we see companies taking that journey around the world, those that are doing it well, have come to understand that the other half, the other massively important half of digital transformation is people, understanding people, and how they use technology. And really, in my mind, it comes down to behavior. The way we interact with the world, with the way we interact with each other is what has transformed. That's what has changed. Our behaviors have changed. And if we take just a few areas in life where we see that change, you know, let's take research for an example. Research in the 1990s and before was a laborious, time-consuming activity. You probably spent time in a library, whether it was a library full of books or a newspaper library where they kept all the past editions of their newspapers or a medical uh, medical journals and all the past ...journals that have been written in. It took hours and hours and hours. And of course, through the early 2000s to where we are today, how we research has changed completely. We just Google it. Anything can be Googled. And even in within that change of behavior, our behavior has changed. With the advent of OK Google or Siri or Katana with Windows, the idea that you can just voice a query and have response come back to you. You're know, now, it, now it seems almost laborious to type a search query into a phone. I just want to say, OK Google... You know, give me all the details about an upcoming event or a movie or whatever it might be or all the, all the articles written on the subject of some disease or whatever it might be. The way we behave when it comes to research has changed. The way we communicate to each other. Communication last century was difficult. You know, the idea of getting hold of somebody anywhere at any time was not as commonplace as it is today. If someone wasn't in the office, you couldn't speak to them. Back in the 90s, I had a meeting down in Durban, a six-hour drive out of Joburg. Myself and two colleagues jumped into a car 10 minutes after we left the office. We got a phone call, the office got a phone call saying don't come down to Durban, the meeting's not happening. In the 1990s, before mobile, we discovered that information six hours later as we arrived in Durban for the meeting. That's unheard of, the idea that you can't just get instant communication with someone is, is ridiculous. So our behavior and our expectation of, of when it comes to communication is very different today. The same with travel. My wife and I took a trip to Italy last year. The only advanced planning we did for that trip, other than sort of Googling the places we wanted to go was we booked out we booked our airplane ticket and we hired a car. We booked a car hire. Other than that, everything was done on the fly. We would drive until we found a place that looked kind of cool. We did a search through TripAdvisor to find a local B and B that we could check into that we that we knew had Wi Fi. And that's how we did a week's trip, a week's drive through Italy is just on the fly and, and of course, sharing it at every moment, taking pictures and video and sharing it on Facebook and Instagram and all these wonderful things. And then what about entertainment? Uh, so, fewer and fewer of us are watching TV on the TV schedule. You know, we're, we're watching it on demand when we want it and how we want it. So, music, movies, all of this has changed and our behavior and expectation of entertainment has changed. Relationships, you know, we can find it, we can find relationships across the globe with simple apps and how we interact during a relationship has changed. There's the whole question of, you know, how much of our relationship do we, uh, do we share on Facebook? At what point do we change our relationship? status, the way we behave in how we interact with others has changed. And then, of course, there's healthcare. You know, the idea that you can track and gamify your health in terms of targeting calories to lose and your intake of calories and sharing your your exercise routine on Facebook. Uh, and this is just the start of that change. You know, the idea that in years to come we're going to have sensors in our body that will constantly monitor our health, so we can take uh, preventive action before it becomes a problem. So these are just some of the examples of how we, as individuals, have have changed our behavior because of technology. And when it comes to digital transformation, this is the greatest point being missed by any business that's not thinking about it. Because your customers' behaviors have changed. The people who work with you and work for you's behavior has changed. So shouldn't your behavior change the way you think about your customers, the way you think about the workforce? These, these are, you have to change your behavior to remain relevant. And again, it's not surprising, and it's not just a South African issue. Across the world, the state of readiness for business for digital transformation is not there. They're ignoring the change. They're pretending that it's not going to affect them, that the disruption we see happening in every industry is not going to affect their role. It's not going to affect my industry and what I do. Yet, it is. There's no way around that. And And I think the key to success here is to view it in a different way. You know, we 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 tend to resist change whenever some big monumental things come. We we're in denial, we ignore it, or we're angry about it, or we think it's a waste of time. And when you're in that negative frame of mind about it, you know, all you see are the problems and the threats, and you and you worry about the things that you might lose as a, as a consequence of this massive change coming. Yet in everything I do and my main job is, is I'm a professional speaker and this is what I talk about is that I want to show people the opportunity. And when you take it, when you remove it from the, the negative side and all the things you might lose or the problems that exist with it, when you see the massive opportunity that exists for your business, if you choose to embrace people and embrace the technology they use, it is massive. And that's where growth happens. That's where profit Affordability happens, and it happens by understanding your people and working to serve those people through technology, and that's where we start to succeed. So I guess the message of this very short podcast is... Is stop pretending this thing isn't there. Stop thinking that it's not going to affect you. And even if you don't think it, it's going to affect you, go, okay, I want to find where the opportunity exists and dig in, get the help, consult your IT people, but consult your HR people and start to get a deep understanding of where your customers are, how they are behaving today as different to what it was three, four, five, or 10 years ago. You know, get your uh, – start – You've got to elevate your IT people to a point of uh, leadership where they can start to have a say because their vision of the future is great. And don't let it devolve into a budget discussion. Talk about where is the future going? Where is the future of your business? And how do we use technology to fulfill that future? So that's my message today. Digital transformation is here. It is with us. There is no avoiding it. Go out there and find the opportunity for it. Now, if this is the first time you're listening to Digital Influence, then I'd recommend you please go to iTunes and subscribe so you get notified when there are new episodes. There are also other podcast apps that you can use to to subscribe. And if you want to get in touch with me to tell a story of digital transformation, I'd love to hear from you. Drop me an email, ryan at hogarth.co.z. Today and going forward from here, I wish you all the very best of success in your efforts to move toward digital transformation. This has been Digital Influence with Ryan Hogarth. You just listened to the Digital Influence with Ryan Hogarth.
1: Central.com